This is Brian. This is Curtis. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week, we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones. But you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is Doctor Who, the interactive board game. Exterminate! Oh, something else I'm not really familiar with. You're not really a Whovian. No. I've seen a couple episodes. That's about it. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think about them? Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> Okay, I'm not saying I don't like Doctor Who. I just haven't had a lot of exposure to it. Why is that? I just haven't taken the time to sit down and watch many episodes. They're available on Netflix. I know. Streaming. But I'm still watching other television programs that precede or take precedence. Am I using that word correctly? I don't know. Over <laughs> Doctor Who. So what do you understand about Doctor Who? Like, what do you know? Um, He's this dude... And he flies around in a magic phone booth. Yeah. <laughs> and he can travel through time. Uh huh. I'm really just trying to piss everyone off that, that is a fan of Doctor Who. I think we have a few Doctor Who fans. Who I think listen. we do. The feedback on our Facebook page when we presented the options for what we were going to play this week, a lot of them seemed to want to play Doctor Who. They were pretty much split between that and That's So Raven, starring Raven Simone. Yes. Can't wait for that one next week. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> so, yeah, you're you're kind of right about Doctor Who. Um, he is a Time Lord, which is an alien humanoid person. Oh, okay. And he travels not only through time, but through space as well. Yes. And it's a police box, not a phone booth. <laughs> I know. I was just saying that to hurt people. It even says police box on it. That's why I said that, Brian. <laughs> okay. I like to anger people that are fanboys of stuff. You yeah, know? you just like antagonizing people. That too. I mean, that's why I'm on this show, basically, is to give you a hard time every week. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that why? Yeah, that's why. It's, that's all. That's the only reason. Auditions for new co-hosts coming up soon, y'all. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Our podcast kind of mirrors Doctor Who. You know, maybe I'll just get a new co-host, like a new doctor <laughs> or a new companion. I know about the companions. You do? Yeah. Now, we watched a... Uh, Christmas episode recently, but not the recent Christmas episode. We watched the one where Donna was introduced, the runaway bride. There was a giant alien spider creature thing, and I was like, this isn't very Christmassy. It's not. But it's a tradition over in the UK. They This is what they do on Christmas. They watch Doctor Who. Yeah, if everyone on Facebook was like, no spoilers for Doctor Who. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> so, well, they just got a new companion. So I think you should start watching now. You, you, I think Doctor Who is one of those shows that you can jump into. Yeah. Because you're going to be at a loss no matter where. Oh, yeah. You yeah. start because it's been on for like what? Ever. Like 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> About 50 years. Uh, since the 70s, right? Yeah, a long time. When I grew up, it was shown on PBS. Yes. And I remember seeing it, but I don't remember watching it. Like, I know I probably had it on, mm -hmm. but I don't remember anything about the show except it was cheesy. Yeah. And I watched it when I think his name is Tom Baker was the doctor. He's okay. the one who had the really long scarf. Yes. And I, I always associate really long scarves with Doctor Who then. Okay. Yeah. And I, I couldn't tell you like any storylines from back then or whatever. My friend Thomas, however, he pretty much watched them all. And he remembers like every plot point of the original Doctor Who's. 
Very cool. Yeah. So I'll have to jump in at some point. I know. think now's a good chance. You know, like they just got a new companion and they just started with Christmas with her. Uh-huh. And it and it's a good I think you should definitely check it out. I have it if you want to watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this game is on loan to us from our friends Chris and Mason. Chris was on our murder she wrote episode. Didn't he kill everyone? He was the murderer. Oh, he was the murderer. One. He didn't yes. kill everyone, but yes. He, he killed a couple people. He got away with a couple murders. <laughs> and so when I went to go pick the game up from them, uh, they said, hey, we have this game. Would you like it too? And then when I saw it had this, an interactive sound-making TARDIS, I said, yes, I would like to borrow that. <laughs> It's blinking. It is blinking. But you know what's disturbing is that the the light on the top of the police box blinks throughout the entire game. It's green. The light is green instead of blue. It's kind of wrong. Well, the plastic around the LED light is blue. But obviously the light itself is green. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have noticed. Nothing's to scale, by the way, because if you hold (laughs) the little doctors next to the police box then he's kind of like half the size. It's like the Oompa Loompas are looking for a ride on the TARDIS. And there's little Daleks in here, those little alien dudes. Okay. And they are way bigger than they should be as well. I'm sorry you're having a problem with this. (sighs) Why do things have to be wrong? Well, I'm pretty sure this board isn't to scale with the size of outer space in the universe either. So (laughs) Not really. Let's just use our (laughs) imaginations and play. (laughs) So this Doctor Who game is based on when the reboot happened. And it has the ninth doctor on it, who was played by Christopher Eccleston. Okay. So all of the playing pieces have Christopher Eccleston in his leather jacket in various poses. Yes, he's very posed. So if you're a T- David Tennant fan or a Matt Smith fan, I'm very sorry, but he they are not represented here. I want my money back. <laughs> so the object of the game is this, and this is what's taken from the rules themselves. Okay. After the last battle with the Daleks, The TARDIS is malfunctioning badly and needs vital repair. Oh, no. Race through space and time collecting each of the six TARDIS repair component cards, which are needed to mend your faithful time-traveling machine. But beware, the Daleks are also roaming through space and are still looking for you. You must avoid them at all costs if you are to be successful in your quest. So I always notice that TARDIS is spelled in all caps. Does that mean it's an acronym? It is. Do you know what it stands for? Mm-hmm. Time and relative dimension in space is what I think it says. Oh, okay. If if I were better at writing things down, I would have actually written that down. But I think that's what it stands for. Oh, that's good. You didn't think I was going to be asking you that, did you? And I read (laughs) the reason that it's a police box is that technically the TARDIS conforms to different uh, things like uh, whenever it travels somewhere so it's inconspicuous okay but it got like injured or something and, and the, they explain this apparently and it got stuck oh as, so as a 60s police it's box stuck in that form yes oh, okay i can't verify that that's just what i read on wikipedia oh i'm sure we'll hear from the fans that are, you know if we're wrong we'll hear about it i can just hear them now Dear Game Night Guys, I was very disappointed while listening to the latest episode of the Game Night Guys podcast that you did not successfully identify the words that form the TARDIS acronym. (laughs) I will be unsubscribing immediately. One star review. (laughs) Sincerely yours. Mom, I'm out of Hot Pockets. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we were reading the rules to this game, weren't we? (laughs) Sorry, we got off on a little tangent there. (laughs) 
So there's a spinner in this game as opposed to a dice. So that's kind of cool. Spin and move. Spin and move. <laughs> Spin and move your piece in any direction. However, first the opponent to your right will move one Dalek in any direction by the number indicated on the inner ring of the spinner. Who's to your right? I think that's you. Who's to my right? That's me. Oh, that works out. <laughs> yes. Uh, do note the Daleks do not move in the first round of turns. As you journey around the board. I like how they put that. You journey. You're on a journey. Oh, it's like a spiritual <laughs> journey. <laughs> As you journey around the board, you'll land on different squares. For example, the time portal square that allows you to travel directly to any of the other similar portal spaces on the board during your move. Or you might land on a mystery planet space that allows you to push and release the blue flashing light on the top of the TARDIS, which will initiate a random sound effect, which signifies different actions. The blue light, which is green. It's a blue light special. <laughs> if you land on a space occupied by another doctor, move to the next available space. If you land on a space occupied by a Dalek, the player to your right can take any one of your TARDIS repair component cards and return it to its time zone. The Dalek is returned to any available home asteroid. If a Dalek catches up with you, the player on your right can take and keep one of your TARDIS repair component cards, if you have one, and move you immediately to your time zone square, which is your start space. Uh, this is like, sorry, kind of it's really complicated. <laughs> kind of. As soon as you have at least one each of all the six different TARDIS repair component cards, you can then journey towards the center of the board. Travel around the inner ring, avoiding any Daleks that might be in your path until you reach the special square matching your colored playing piece that leads directly to the TARDIS. You must reach this by spinning the exact number. Oh, God. Once on the square with at least one of all six TARDIS repair cards, which you must now show to all other players to prove you have a full set, you will enter the gateway to the center of the galaxy where you will be able to repair the TARDIS back to full working order. I really think you need to read that again as the um, person who complains about our Doctor Who knowledge. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's kick this pig. So it does say that the youngest player goes first, so that would be me. <laughs> Try again. Okay, I guess it's you. <laughs> Unless you get in the TARDIS and travel back in time and get yourself and bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> then you can go first. All right, we'll spin. Spin the spinner. But I get to move first, though, because I get to move the Dalek. So I spun a four, but the inner ring dirty for the spinner says six which means you get to move the dalek six spaces i do so i'm gonna move my doctor here i get to move him first though you do three no four, the, five, okay six yes you we do. don't move the daleks on the first turn the rules oh that's that. right shoot <laughs> Where's we the other one? just read the rules okay i've already forgotten so you get to move four then all right I'm on a mystery planet. That means you get to push the uh, button and we have to do what it says. Now, here's the, here's a complaint about this game. Okay. This little interactive TARDIS can say 12 different things, oh which means God. there are 12 different things that we have to do. Obviously, you're never going to be able to remember all those things. So we have to consult the rules. Mm -hmm. So let's hear what it says. All right. Where did I put those keys? Let's what see. What does it say about that? On your travels, you have managed to mislay the TARDIS keys. You miss your next turn while you search for them. Damn it. So you get to go twice now. Yes. Yeah. Good luck going one space. Well, I get to go one, and I'm going to go to the planet, too. Let's see what it says. What? What is that? I think if you hold it, it'll repeat it. Or not. What Where is, is the doctor, it said. I think. <laughs> Okay, this is what it says. You have been successful so far in avoiding the Daleks. Take any one square 
I will take take any one spare repair card from any time zone of your choice. Oh, good. Yeah, you've been successful moving one spot <laughs> in the game so far. Congratulations, Brian. Well, guess what? I get to move again. Yeah, you do. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Oh, four. four. Oh, I get to push the button again. What does that mean? You will obey? Yeah. I think that means you get to give all your turns to me. You can move any Dalek up to six spaces. If it lands on a TARDIS repair time zone square, you can take the TARDIS repair component card associated with that color. So I get to move any one of these six. We've only got two on the board. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, six spaces. Now it's your go. Me. One. Don't knock one. And the Daleks move three. Okay, so. So I'm going to land on this. What is this space time portal? I've already forgotten. Does it that mean you get one of the cards? No. Oh. It means if you land there, you can move your piece on any of the other portal cards. So you can like move around quicker, I guess. Okay. When do I get a card? <laughs> you have to earn one. Nice spin. One, two, three, four, five, six. I get to push the button again. Then I get to move my guy too. Oh no. yeah, you have to move too. That you gotta remember to do that. I have docking something. Docking at spaceport completed. All right, a complaint about this game now. Here we go. <laughs> this is sort of like Mall Madness. Right. Except Mall Madness told you exactly what to do. Yeah. This is just giving us random noises to listen to, and then we have to consult a book. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, but I mean, if it wasn't like filled with sound clips from the show, you'd be like, why? This is boring. It's just telling me what to do. They could have made it all in, like, I don't know, a voice or something. <laughs> it could have done something. I guess. I already forgot what this thing said. <laughs> something about docking. Docking at the spaceport. Docking. Dirty. Just read it. Journey to a traveling spaceport of your choice. Take the TARDIS repair component card associated with that time zone and, in, and immediately initiate a trade with another player. Well, I don't have cards, so good luck trading with me. Well, I could just get to take one then, right? You get to travel to whichever one then, I guess, and take one. Okay. So I go here. Uh, I guess I'll just take this one. Okay. So just to recap, I have three cards. Yes, you do. Curtis has none. Well, hopefully, but, it, that's, but it's anyone's game. Hopefully, that will soon change. So you're on a um, trading space, but you have nothing to trade. Okay, best you, game ever. You're doing great with this game. Did you move your Dalek Five? No. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Here's another complaint about this game. <laughs> Lord. So in the rules, it said that if you land on a space that is occupied by a Dalek, then you know you lose your repair card back. Mm -hmm. It goes back to where it came from. Okay. There are many, each, you don't have to move a certain direction on this game. You can move any which way you want. So, ergo, why would you ever move where a Dalek is? Because you could always move the other way. Yeah. That's a dumb rule. Okay. Not a fan. Any which way you want was my favorite Clint Eastwood movie, too. Okay. Left turn, Clyde. Is it my turn? Six. So you can strategically move the Daleks to spaces that you think the person's going to land on. Yes. And prevent them from doing that. So, oh, so the Daleks move first because they didn't, I didn't do that on the last turn. Yeah, you're jumping the gun. (laughs) I need to stop that. I'm jumping the gun? I don't know. I think you're jumping the gun. I need to push this button. No, you don't. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, you do. (laughs) Let's see what it says. 
Destroy, destroy. Let's consult the manual. Stupid game. <laughs> Daleks have just destroyed an entire planetary system in an attempt to exterminate you. Dicks. You have survived, but you lose all your TARDIS repair component oh, cards. Oh no, I've lost no cards because I don't have any yet. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, that was awesome. So it was Christmas recently. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We haven't recorded for a few weeks. I thought something seemed a bit off today. We took the holidays off. We did. How was your Christmas, Curtis? Mm, It was pretty good. What all did you do over the holidays? Well, I had dinner with you on Christmas. We did. We went to have Chinese food at the busiest Chinese food restaurant (laughs) in in all of Phoenix. (laughs) Yeah, I was so surprised. Because last year we had Chinese food on Christmas Day. And it was not as busy where we went. But we went to a better Chinese restaurant. Mm -hmm. And the one we went to last year was good. But we like this place a lot better. Yeah. And man, they were hella busy. Yeah, you texted me and said it was going to be a 45-minute wait. Yeah, we didn't actually wait that long. We waited, I think, around 25, 30 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but there were lots of people waiting a lot longer. Yeah, there was one guy I noticed that was standing there. The, and, but from the time I got there to when we were about done. The guy in his pajamas? Yeah, that was classy. Yeah, he was like wearing like sweats. <sighs> I don't even want to <laughs> He get looked like he just rolled out of bed at like on, 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> I don't even want to get going on that subject of wearing pajamas out of the house. Yeah, I saw a movie right before that. I went and saw Django Unchained. Yes. Which was very good. I haven't seen that yet. I saw, I've been watching a lot of movies over the holidays. I saw a couple. What did you see? Well, I went to New Mexico to see these movies. So, oh, you vacationed as well. (laughs) I took a few days in New Mexico and stayed with my friend Brad at his cousin's house. Hi, Brad. Does Brad listen? I think he does on occasion. Oh, on occasion. Hi. (laughs) No, it's just he has trouble syncing the uh, podcast to his whatever device. I think he has an iPhone now, so I've been trying to teach him how to sync uh podcast to the phone without using itunes all right grandma get on there uh, oh uh, you just <laughs> lost uh, another listener <laughs> don't listen to him brad anyway yeah we hung out i spent the new year there it was my first time in new mexico an interesting little city but uh i had the opportunity to see a couple of movies while i was there the first one i saw was le miserable i saw that as well yeah or as i called it when it was done singing singing <laughs> It is a lot of singing. I didn't realize that the uh, actors sung all the dialogue. I I did. I did kind of know that going in, but I went in as a blank slate. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about the story. I knew it had something to do with France. Yeah. (laughs) And I knew there was a lot of singing. That's all I knew. Well, I went to see it at the the cinema suites for AMC, you know, where they have the white staff come and Mm -hmm. serve you at your Barker lounger. Yes. So I went with my friend Julie and we sat down and then the guy came over and there was just something weird about him from the get go. So I always <laughs> say this now, if you don't know anything like I did about Les Mis, don't listen to this next part. Just forward about a little bit because yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Unlike our server did for us because he comes over and he says, so how are you guys doing? We're like, good. And he says, so going to watch a little French Revolution, watch Anne Hathaway die, watch Hugh Jackman die. And my jaw dropped. I was just like, <laughs> did he just say what I think he did? And then he left after taking our order. And I looked at Julie. I said, did he just spoil this movie for us? She's like, I think he did. <laughs> what a jerk. I know. Like, I get it. Like, the, I get it. The story's been out for a while. A lot of people <laughs> seeing it are probably familiar with the musical or the yeah. book or whatever. 
I know nothing about it. I didn't either. <laughs> I was so unhappy by that. That was yeah, rude. That was rude. So, Jesus at AMC Esplanade 14. Fuck you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I also saw Silver Linings Playbook, which was actually very entertaining. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, is that her name? Yeah. The one from the... The Hunger Games. The Hungry Man Games or whatever that... Yeah. Uh, she was actually good in that. I enjoyed her performance. Do you think she's not good normally? I, that's really actually the first... Uh, I've seen... That's the first movie I've seen her in. I've never seen The Hunger Games. I never saw Winter's Bone. Was that the other one she mm-hmm. was in? Or The House at the End of the Street. I've noticed that they're advertising the crap out of that on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess she was in that. But yeah, this is the first movie I saw with her in it. And she was really good. Didn't you see... The X-Men movie. Oh, was she in that? Yeah, she was Young Mystique. Oh. Oh, I didn't recognize her. Oh. Rerun introduction. (laughs) Or rerun reintroduction, whatever that thing is that you come up with. (laughs) I also saw, in addition to Django and Les Mis, I got to see an advanced screening. It's not really super. Advanced for here. I think the movie's been out all other places. For um, Not Fade Away. Okay. It's a movie uh, written and directed by David Chase, who did The Sopranos. Oh, is that why James Gandolfini is in it? Correct. Okay. Don't go see this movie, people. <laughs> it's so not worth it. It's going to be it's going to be rerun on cable like a bazillion times when it gets out. It's like one of those movies that mm. that they'll just play and play because it sucks. It was real. <laughs> it's not a bad movie. Like I didn't want to walk out of it, but I realized when I got home, I didn't remember a single character's name. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that says something right there that. Mm-hmm. I don't care enough about this movie to even remember anybody's name. <laughs> yeah. You don't it, care. It's like curly haired dude and James Gandolfini <laughs> and bug eyed girl. That's what I remember. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never even heard of that movie until you texted me and said how horrible it was. I have a feeling it's going to uh, be a direct DVD soon. I read a review in entertainment weekly about it last night actually. And they gave it a B really. Yeah. Some people are liking it. I, I will say this. The music in it's great. The setting is great. It's very 60s. They mm-hmm. get everything like that right. There's just the story's not very good. I'm really hoping that Dave and Alonzo on Linoleum Knife review it soon because I hope they hate it like as much as I did. Yeah, I don't think they're doing a show this week because Dave's really sick right now. Dave's been sick for a while. He has the flu. I hope he's okay. Get better, Dave. He doesn't listen. <laughs> Alonzo, care. would you tell Dave to get better? <laughs> get better. Five. Wait, how much does the little dude move? The dog moves one. Okay. The little dude. (laughs) I noticed while listening that you forgot the name of the Daleks. They're Daleks. (laughs) Oh, you bastard. Did I just cock block you? Oh, that's you. Shit. Or dock block you? Yeah, that's you. (laughs) Oh, I dock block myself. You dock blocked yourself. (laughs) I finally get a card. There you go. Because I landed on the space. Okay. I don't know what any of those words meant on that card. So go ahead. I get to move one. I get to move three. All right, here I get to push the button. Here we go. Hold tight for the time continuum shift. Hold tight for the time continuum shift. Let's look up and see what that means. It's a flaw of this game. <laughs> there has been a shift in the time space continuum. Whilst. Whilst. Is it whilst? <laughs> I think it's whilst. Whilst they realign. Move any Dalek up to six spaces and move your playing piece up to ten. Whoa. Awesome. Boring. This game is boring. Did I'm I calling move, it now. Did I move the Dalek three? I don't know. Did you? I don't think. There's oh, yeah. Of, I did. I did. There's a lot of shit to remember in this game. <laughs> Push the button. All right. Looks like the Daleks are leaving. 
Looks like the Daleks are leaving. Oh, good. That sounds good. That could be fortuitous for you. Fortuitous? Is that a word? Sure. It is now. <laughs> the Daleks have been summoned back to Skaro, their home planet. Take any one spare TARDIS repair component card. They really should have come up with a shorthand for that card. Mm-hmm. Card. Yeah. Take any card from any time zone and have an extra two turns. Oh. Whilst. 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 <laughs> whilst. That's such a pretentious word. I hate when Americans say that. There's this guy I follow on Twitter. He says it all the time. And I told him once. I was like, you, know, you realize that sounds pretentious as all fuck. He was like, shut up. And I said, you shut up. <laughs> and then I unfollowed him. So I go two you, turns. You get two extra turns. So I took the card. When you weren't looking. You want to try to land on these TARDISes. I, I know. Oh, I'm just, I'm trying to help. I know. I was looking. There weren't any near me. So, but I have another turn. So you're going to start watching Doctor Who? Right now? I'm yeah. very tempted to. <laughs> oh, you get to... Oh, the keys you lost are your gone. keys. I think that's something bad. Let me consult the handbook. Stupid game. <laughs> what did you get for Christmas? I got a crock pot from my friend Curtis. He's awesome. <laughs> he is. I've used it twice now. Oh. I've been slow cooking lots of foods. So you've used it twice, and I've been invited over for dinner how many times now? You were so out of town. Zero. <laughs> I know I was out of town. You were gone. Plus, I work weird hours. I'm never coming over for dinner. <laughs> I know. Well, how about next week? How about next time we record? I will have something slow cooking for you. Oh, how about that? That'll make the process a little more manageable. Then we won't have to like go out <laughs> to eat or anything. Okay, works for me. Oh, I get to push the button again. That doesn't sound like it'd be something good. Destroy, destroy. <sighs> what is it? <laughs> Having to keep consulting this instruction booklet kind of takes the fun out of the game. I've just noticed you're wearing a Doctor Who shirt. Oh, I am. Yeah. Uh, T Fury, they do a lot of Doctor Who shirts, and I I, I buy them often. They do a lot. This one, it has, we were framed, and all the enemies are framing the TARDIS. I recognize one. Well, let me see how many I recognize. Can I say the one I recognize? Which one do you recognize? I recognize the angel from the Blink episode. Because that's one of the few episodes I've seen. Yes. And it was really good. They are the Weeping Angels. The Weeping Angels, yes. There's also a Cyberman. Okay. An Ood. <laughs> that's an Ood. Okay. Um, I can't remember what these are called. Adopise or something. They're made out of fat. Oh. The Dalek. The Silence. The Silence. This guy right here. Oh, okay. It's hard to see upside down. <laughs> Who's the guy that looks like he's in Kiss? This one? Yeah. I can't remember what their names are, <laughs> but they were freaky. More angry letters from listeners. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like Doctor Who's t-shirts. Well, yeah, if you're on T-Fury, it's like every other day there's a damn Doctor Who shirt on there. That's because they know they sell. They do sell. That, and they've been doing a lot of Breaking Bad ones lately. Mm, still haven't seen that. But they haven't been doing a lot of Raven Simone ones. I know. That's so Raven. They need to do like an Edgar Allan Poe, That's So the Raven. <gasps> see, you should design that and see if people would buy it. Yeah, <laughs> they would not. I'm almost there. You are almost there. I just have to get exactly two. One. <sighs> I don't like when they say you have to get exactly to someplace. No. Four. One, two, three, four. You can travel way out here if you want. I'm going to go over here. <laughs> Your odds are just as good there. I know. 
five. Did you just win? I did. Motherfucker. <laughs> I win. Let's let's see uh, what they say about that. <laughs> Damn. Okay, that's fitting. <laughs> that's how I feel. Exterminate this game. I don't like this game. Really, I couldn't tell. Well, I I think it could be an okay game if like you didn't have to keep going back to the rules. Yeah. Okay. So flip the table considers Battlestar Galactica to be the gold standard of board games. Yes. I consider Mall Madness to be the gold <laughs> standard of board games. For interactive electronic board games. Yes, yes. When you push the button, it told you what you were doing. Yes. That would be better. I don't like having to keep going back to this booklet. That takes me away from the game. Or at least have a like a reference card that you can look at instead of having to find this page in the booklet. But even then, like it's 12 commands. Yeah, it's a little too much. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if they updated that for other versions. Because they, they, they've made... I think more of these games. I don't know. There's a lot going on visually on this board and it's about to give me a seizure. Yeah. It's just too much. So Doctor Who interactive board game. Thumbs down for Brian. Yeah. I I have to agree. I didn't really like it. I mean, the TARDIS, the talking TARDIS was cool. Yeah. Let's see what else it says. Here we go. Didn't understand. Oh, the black hole is pulling us in. How come I can understand this? And you're like, it's Charlie Brown's parents talking to me and I don't know what they're saying. I have a hard time understanding like when British people mumble. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think that's why I never really got into Doctor Who because I could never really understand them. It's like, I remember you, I used to watch Are You Being Served? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was funny, but I never understood a word anyone was saying. It wasn't until like coupling right. that I finally understood what pe- pe- shows on BBC were saying. So when you saw The Dark Knight Rises, did you have to like turn to whoever you were with and say, what the hell did Bane just say? Oh, well, he was just, <laughs> he had something, it's like he had a mouthful of marbles and then something on his face. Well, he was talking, he had kind of a Sean Connery accent going on for him. Kind of. And a Sherling coat, like the Ikea monkey. Oh, God. <laughs> My favorite news story of 2012. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I love that. Yes, I like the Nighthawks painting with the Ikea monkey sitting at the in the restaurant. On my Twitter profile, I have The Last Supper with the Ikea monkey on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Was that your favorite meme of 2012? I enjoyed that one greatly. I also liked the Grumpy Cat. <laughs> yeah, he was funny. You know what mine was? What? Ermagerd! <laughs> Hey, we got a couple of reviews while we were away. We did. Uh, we got one from the moderator of Flip the Table, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Chris likes Doctor Who a lot. Oh, does he? He bought himself the Doctor Who Monopoly game. Oh, I think I saw a picture of that. Because he also likes Monopoly. He looked very ashamed in that picture, though. I think he felt a little guilty about it. I see. If you like it, go for it. Yeah. You only live once. Own it, Chris. Own it. Own it. But thank you for your review. We really That's appreciate very, it. Very nice. We also got one from someone named, you can try to say that, Curtis. Golkanoth. Golkanoth. That works. Both of the reviews mention that um, we're, that we have sort of a long library of shows that you can go back and delve into. So if you haven't done that yet, why don't you start? Yeah, we've got over 100 episodes. Yeah, go all the way back to episode one mm-hmm. and begin. Scategories, right? Scategories was the first episode, yes. All right. Gotta love it. <laughs> So are you going to watch Doctor Who or not? Oh, fine. Jeez, I'll start watching Doctor Who. I don't want to get more angry letters. I mean, I'm already expecting a slew from this episode alone. A slew? A slew. You think there's going to be a slew of angry letters? Thousands of angry letters. (laughs) 
That's it for this episode of Game Night Guys. Visit our website to find your favorite games at GameNightGuys.com. You can email us at hello at GameNightGuys.com or leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. And I'm at Cecil Jean. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash game night guys. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Thanks for listening. As always, you are invited to our next game night. It's your move. Goodbye. Exterminate. Oh my God, exterminate. <laughs> <laughs>You must avoid them at all cost if you are to be successful in your request or quest. (laughs) I'd like a large drink, please. Am I successful in my request? I'll say that over again.